0: You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 114. And today, ladies, we are talking about how to stay healthy while working from home. I have been getting... Inundated with questions from the community on how to stay healthy from working from home because so many of you are still working from home, working from home with significant others, working from home with kids, even though some of your kids are going back to school. A lot of you are talking to me about, you know, the COVID-15 weight gain and what can you do to get healthier. So I thought, hey, instead of answering so many, personal DMs or comments on Facebook, I would just come here in the podcast and talk about, you know, some ways and things that I think that we can do while we're staying at home to be healthy and how we can get back on the health track for 2021, even if we are still working from home or we're doing part-time from home, part-time at the office. So come on, jump in with me and let's learn how to stay healthy while working from home. Hey there, and welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, Millennial Women's Health Guide and Certified Women's Health Nurse Practitioner. I invite you to join me and hundreds of other women who are curious about their health, want to be their number one self-care advocate, and want to build a health portfolio that is robust enough to carry them through every facet of their lives. The Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, or level up your health to the fullest potential. Discover why women all over the globe call the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast their go to women's wellness hub, where we talk about women's wellness, we talk about business, life, and everything in between. All the things that pertain to us women being healthy. We are more than just a podcast, we are a community. Well, hey there, ladies, and welcome back to another episode. I hope that you had a blessed week last week, and I hope that you thoroughly enjoyed our three part series on. Um, being heart healthy, and you found some great information out of that. So we know we enjoyed doing it for you. So today, you know, I know, just like you know, that a lot of us women are working from home. And I have been getting a bunch of questions that have been coming up. So I thought that it would be a great thing and a great topic to talk about here today. And that question just happens to be, How do I get more exercise and avoid eating too much when I'm at home full time? So, you know, everybody's talking about the COVID-15 or the COVID-20, you know, adding it to the list of other things like your freshman 15, you know, your honeymoon 20, all that. So now they're coming up with the COVID-15. And I've just been hearing from, you know, not only just my patients, you know, in my practice, but from all my clients and my community online. Just women talking about, you know, putting on weight and just not feeling motivated to, you know, to exercise or doing anything. So I thought it would be great to sit down and, you know, and just spill the tea, as you know, because I'm sitting here drinking tea on the topic and kind of just address some of these issues with you. And first of all, ladies, here's the thing. I want you to know, and I want you not to worry because I'm here to tell you that it is possible to improve your physical health and even your mental health, even while working from home. Just like if you were working in an office, it just takes a few little different mindset shifts and thinking about things in a new way. So there are 10 different things that I want you to start focusing on when it comes to staying healthy while you're working from home, if this happens to be what you're still doing. Um, because i know a lot of us still are you know times have changed a lot and i think we're going to see a lot more of us staying home working from home because now that our employers and our companies that we work for or even our in our own businesses right we see that telecommuting or doing things online or working from home is okay and we actually do get work done and get things done it may not always seem productive especially you know if you've got kids and you're doing homeschooling and a bunch of other things but you know, hopefully that's going to change with the kids because hopefully they're going to be going back to school in California here. He's released them to go back to school in March. So hopefully that'll help with a lot of, a lot of the, you know, younger moms here in California and working women here too. But in some States that they've opened up in other States, I'm sure they're going to be on that same path. So let's get started. Okay. Let's just dive in and let's talk about how do we stay healthy while we are working from home? So the first thing that I wanted you to kind of start thinking about is staying active and just stretching. Okay. One of the best things that you can do when you work from home is to stay active ladies. Even if you sit at a desk or work on the couch with your laptop all day, there are still plenty of opportunities for you to get up and move your body. So I want you to try to make it a goal to move more throughout the day, not only with daily exercise, but with getting up from your day and stretching more often. Okay. As y'all know, I, I say it here a lot that, you know, I wear a Fitbit and I have my watch go off every hour to do 250 steps an hour. So at 10 minutes to the hour, if I haven't gotten in all of my steps, it chimes off and it lets me know that I need to get X amount of steps in to reach that goal. So it's a good reminder for me because it helps me to help myself to be accountable to me. But here are some other ideas that I want to give you. So first of all is you can start your day with a gentle workout session. So in the morning, ladies, you can boost your energy and move your body with with a gentle form of exercise. This could be either in the form of yoga or Pilates or just plain, you know, stretching your body and, you know, or, and are going out for a short walk around your neighborhood just to get some fresh air, depending on what time you get up in the morning. For me, what I've been doing in the morning is I've been getting up in the morning. I've been stretching in my bed and I've just been doing my gratitude and my prayers at the same time as I'm doing my stretching and getting up. And then next is, you know, try to find more reasons to walk during your day. Okay, because walking is the gentlest form of exercise, and it's the easiest thing to do. You can walk your dogs a little further than you normally would. You could go on a family walk around the neighborhood after dinner, or you can walk to run errands if it's you know close enough to your home that you don't have to drive. Or like me, I don't know about you, but I live in a neighborhood where our mailboxes are located at the way end of the block. So by the time I walk down to the mailbox, I'll just go. go ahead and complete a jaunt around the entire thing. And that's 500 steps for me. So I try to do that a couple times during the day. So if you can do that, just go to your mailbox and back. Okay. So here's the other thing is add in other forms of exercise. So think about, you know, what else do you enjoy doing that you can do in your home? Do you want to take an afternoon spin class with a friend? Because there is a lot of places, ladies, that that have opened back up where you can go take classes now. A lot of them have even moved outside. Do you like getting out of the house to go on a hike? Or do you like heading to the gym? Whatever you like doing, find more, more forms of exercise that you like doing so that it helps to motivate you. Because when you like doing something, you don't think of it as a chore. You think of it, hey, I get to go do this. Versus I have to go do this. And there's a very big mind shift in those two um, sentences right there. So then the next thing I wanted to address is your nutrition while working from home. Okay. Because I hear this a lot from our community and this is another pitfall when they're working from home is snacking or indulging in treats all day. So if you found that your nutrition is falling behind, um, from working near your kitchen all day, then I want to provide you with some tips that can help. Number one, have healthy snacks on hand. So if you tend to reach for chips or candy often, keep healthier snacks within your reach, have your fruit or nuts on your desk, keep the unhealthy things or the the semi healthier, but not as healthy granola bars on the corner of your desk. But you want to make sure that your fresh fruit and your veggies are visible to you instead of in a box, you know, sitting inside your refrigerator where you're not seeing it. And, or don't keep those things that you don't want to eat in plain sight or on your desk, like donuts or a box of cookies or anything else like that. Keep them, you know, keep the healthier stuff near and the not so healthier stuff far away. Next is, like I always say, do meal prep. Meal prep works great when you work from home. It doesn't mean that you just have to do this if you are working at a job. The more you have prepared at home, the less temptation that you will have, you know, to order food outside or to get in your car and drive through a fast food place to grab something to eat, you know, cause you don't have anything. And then the last thing is to designate kitchen times. Okay. Now people go, oh, what does that mean, Michelle, to designate kitchen times? Well, a common trap on working from home is feeling like you can walk into your kitchen at any time and you can eat at any time or eat anything that you want. So to prevent this, have designated air I'm air quoting here, kitchen times and meal times, just like you would if you worked in an office. Okay. You know, you have your breakfast in the morning before you, before you'd go to work. So have your breakfast before you start your work at home thing. You know, you go to lunch from 12 to one. Okay. Then you have that same 12 to one schedule at home. You have um, two breaks, two 15 minute breaks. Do those, you know, that's have the same type of setup that you would do at your office during your daily routine there and bring it home and just follow the same thing at home. It will really help cut down on that snacking all the time. All right. Next is I want you to develop healthier habits. Okay. Staying home while working, you know, is not just about balance. Okay. It starts with developing, you know, healthy habits that you can take from there on into your life. So I want you to think about this. Do you have a better day when you have a workout first thing in the morning? Okay, if this is it, then you know this is a wonderful way and a healthy habit for you to continue to do. If this is something you like doing it, then keep on doing it. Habits don't have to feel like a chore or something you're forcing yourself to do, ladies. It's very small changes in your day that make the big difference. Okay, next, try working on your daily routines. From your morning routines to what you do in the afternoon, these can change your routines in order to be healthier at home. So you might have to tweak them a little bit more because you're at home and you're not just spending your time at the office and coming home, but set up routines. What are you going to do every day? And I think I talked about it. I'm not sure if I talked about it in another podcast about habit stacking, stack habits that go together and they're much easier to follow. And, you know, maybe do one routine for two weeks and then change it up a little bit. Your morning routine, have an afternoon routine, have an evening routine, do that for a couple weeks and then change it up a little bit. But when you have a routine, you know that that's what you're going to follow and you're much easier to stay with it if you just, if it flows a lot easier for you. Okay. All right. Then get your family involved. Sometimes what you need is to focus on the health of your family, not just yourself. So let your kids help with meal times, exercise with the family and find family focused activities to get you up and moving throughout the day and get them up and moving out through the day, especially if like you're homeschooling your kids. I know that some of these kids are spending hours you know, staring at a screen, learning, doing, you know, Zoom learning. So, you know, break it up for them and have them get involved as well. Not just, you know, make it about you, make it about the entire family. If you happen to have kids at home that you are, that you're homeschooling then I want you to find your health motivation. And you know, I talk about this a lot. So if you've decided that it's time to get healthier because after a year of complete and utter chaos, you've got you've got some things down to a system, okay? We've been doing this at-home work thing for over a year now. And if you feel like you've got some control over how things are going and you've got a system down, then you need to know what the reasons are that you wanna be healthier. Okay, you've got, the, you've got the chore, you've got the system down, you've gotten off track, you know, for the last year, it was chaotic. Um, you know, everybody was stressed, depression, all that other kind of stuff. Loneliness can't go out, can't do anything. Gyms closed. Couldn't buy any exercise stuff online because everything was sold out, but now things have calmed down a little bit. So now you're saying to yourself, okay, it's time for me to get back on a healthier routine. Even if I have to stay home, you know, it's now 2021, I need to start moving in that forward direction. And so then you have to start, you know, look at yourself like, okay, I want to get healthier, but what are my reasons to get healthier? And it's not just because you're staying at home. Whenever you want to change your health routine, whenever you want to get healthier, you have to understand your why behind it. Okay. Because when you know why you're doing something, then it's going to be much more beneficial to your health and to your happiness. Okay. Cause it's a mindset shift change. So understanding your why always helps you to be able to keep doing something when the times get tough. So take out a notebook, whenever you get a chance and answer this question, write it in your notebook, in your journal, whatever. Why do you want to be, why do you want to be healthier? Especially, you know, if you're working from home, why is this important to you now, you know, and getting back on track? Okay. This is important because like I said, it helps you understand yourself a little more and find out what is going to motivate you the most. So ladies, here's the thing. Everybody gets into this mindset of, If my friend's doing it, I need to do this. This is what everybody else is doing. This is what I need to be doing. There is no wrong answer here, except one where you aren't being honest with yourself. Okay. So, again, if you need a little help with this, then I want you to go back and I want you to listen to episode 108 on how to have a healthy mindset for 2021. Okay. We talked about a lot of different things of how you can get a healthier mindset and how this is going to help you and make you be more productive. Okay. So finding your motivation. And, you know, I had a question. I'm just going to do a little sidetrack here. I had a question that came up the other day. One of the gals in our community asked, she said, Michelle, you know, how do I motivate, you know, my significant other to want to be healthier? Because I want to try to get healthier now after this year of, you know, just being in like whatever you call it in still motion. And, you know, he doesn't want to do that. How can I motivate him? And my answer to her and to you is this, you can't. In all honesty, you cannot motivate somebody else to do something if they don't want to do it. So I talked to her and I said, how you can help motivate somebody, this is the only way that you can do it, is you start to focus on yourself. You start to get healthier for you. You start implementing these habits and then they perhaps will see you do that. They'll see that you're having more energy. They'll see that you're losing some weight and perhaps from that they will get inspired. But do not fall in the trap of thinking that you can change somebody else, that you can transform somebody else or that you can motivate somebody else because you can't do that. That is not your job. And that's a big thing for someone to put on somebody else. The only person that you can change, the only person that you can motivate and the only person you can transform is yourself. Now you can have guides help you with certain things, but when it comes down to it, you have to do the work. You have to be able to hold yourself accountable. Okay. I can sit over here and I can hold you accountable, but if you aren't going to hold yourself to that same level of accountability, it doesn't matter if I called you every Tuesday to check in with you and you just, you know, blew it off all the time because it wasn't important to you. Okay. If it's not important to you, then you're not going to do it. So remember, don't try to motivate anybody else because you're just going to go down a rabbit hole and it's not going to be a good thing. And a lot of times, um, if you try to motivate somebody else or you try to change them, you're just going to cause more resentment in your relationship. All right. So getting back with the things I wanted to talk to you about. So the next one is creating a healthy morning routine. And I've talked a lot about creating morning routines, evening routines, you know, and anytime, you know, routines are good. So to start working on your healthy habits, you know, especially when you're at home, I want you to look at beginning with your morning routine, because it's just easier. A morning routine seems to be when the kids are sleeping, when the house is a little bit more quiet And you don't have to have a perfect routine or you have to have one that's 100% right every day because it can change. Things can, you can do some, a few today, not do some tomorrow. It's all good. Routines are simply a collection of activities you do around the same time each day. Okay. That's what a routine is. So everything in your routine should serve some kind of purpose and be something you want to get done in the morning or that will help you start your day off in the right foot. Okay, like I talked about habits stacking, stack the same habits all together, and they're a lot easier to flow and make into a routine. So here are some of the benefits, ladies, of having a morning routine. All right. They start your day off right with healthy habits. You can, it incorporates healthy habits into your routine. It sets yourself up for the entire day. You, helps you to get exercise the first thing in the morning, and it helps you to change your mindset to a healthy one and a balanced one to carry you through the day. So like, let's say you meditate in the morning or you read, or you have your cup of tea, or you read the Bible or whatever your routine is in the morning for some solitude and for some grounding. And a morning routine should be a little bit grounding because you wanted to help you ground, you know, and set the tone for the rest of the day. All right. All right. So the next thing is if you're working from home, I want you to take regular breaks. Make sure you have a balanced work schedule throughout the day, including taking enough breaks. Think of your work from home schedule, just like a schedule if you were in the office still. So this includes a morning and afternoon break, a lunch break. If you would go and you would get up every hour to stretch or move your body at your office, then you shouldn't continue doing that at home. So here's some things that you can do during your break times. Do desk stretches. There are stretches that you can do while sitting down or standing. These give you the opportunity to look somewhere other than your computer screen, stretch your body, and hopefully stand up to stretch to get your legs moving and get the blood flowing. It also, when you get your blood flowing, even just dance in place for a little bit, it get, changes your whole mood. Changes your, it does. It, it's so great. That's why I love just dancing in place and just being goofy for a few minutes and moving my whole body and just shaking it all out. Relieves tension, um, gets those endorphins going, and it's just very, very healthy. You know, walk around. Also use your breaks as a chance to get up and walk around your house or, you know, your home office space, go down the stairs, walk around, you know, do a couple laps around your, you know, your kitchen or your home layout, you know, go outside, come in the front door, you know, just do different things to make it fun and change things up. Okay. And then make adjustments. So do you feel like your neck is stiff or your back is hurting because you've been sitting all day? You may be sitting incorrectly or have the wrong chair. So check the ergonomics of your workstation, whether you're working at a desk or at a kitchen table, make sure that you have everything that you need at the proper height and alignment because you don't want to start getting a backache or, you know, getting sciatica or any of those other things. I had this patient who I did a telemed with, it was several weeks ago, and she told me that since working at home... She's been working like 14 hour days from home, which is way more than she would have ever done if she was at her job. And when she was at home, she was sitting for like this 14 hours a day. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, why aren't you getting up? Cause she's telling me that she's got a sore back now. She's got this, um, sore on her bottom and all this. And I'm thinking, nobody's telling you to sit in your chair. You're not chained to your chair for 14 hours. Okay. So get up and move so that you don't bring on any illnesses that you don't want. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then the next thing is do some environmental changes. The environment where you work at home can also make a big difference in your health and well-being. So I wanted to talk to you about a few things that you can do for setting up your workspace. So make sure your workspace is set up for you to focus and for you to be productive. You know, simple the things include you know, including a desk or a table that is comfortable. Like I just talked about having all the accessories you need to get the work done, proper lighting and a way to cancel out noise or distractions. Okay. If you can possibly do that, because I know some of us are working from our kitchen tables or our couches and our kids are around it and it's not always as easy, you know, check. And then the other thing too, is I want you to check out my Instagram post at well Woman Network on Instagram and look for the posts on love your workspace. It was, I did it on February 18th for some great tips and items that you should include in your workspace, things that you should have on your desk. They're going to make it a little bit healthier for you and, uh, and around you and help cheer up your mood and just, you know, like make it better. So just go check that out. And then, you know, leave me a comment, even though it's been a couple days, leave me a comment and let me know which one you, of those things you're going to try. Then have healthy resources at your home. Okay. It's also good ladies to have resources available to you at home to improve your health. If this is going to be a priority for you, this might be like we talked about earlier, having nutritious food and snacks. Okay. Having home workout accessories around, you know, like a ball or a band or something that you can easily access and just do some, you know, you know, thigh, you know, thigh, you know, lunges or whatever you want to do in between, you know, working on a computer or getting off from one meeting, taking a few moments to take a break before you hop onto another one. Cause some of us are doing multiple. Zoom meetings a day, right? You know, so have some house plants in your office to get you in a healthy mindset. And I also talk about that in the post that I did on Instagram. Also set aside designated break areas. Taking a break at home is, you know, is a little different from a traditional workspace since you're already in your relaxing place. So this is why having a designated workspace and a designated place to take your breaks is so essential. So if you're working on the couch, have a your break space be someplace different than the couch. It just, it just helps for mindset. You know, just trust me on this. Okay. If your home office is your home office, then don't take your break. Go downstairs, grab your lunch and eat it in your home office. Go sit on your back patio and eat your lunch. Okay. Think about things in a different context. All right. Next is talking about, you know, work-life balance. Okay. So we all know that everybody needs good work-life balance, right ladies? Okay. Okay. Whether you work from home or you're out of the home and you're working, you know, back at the office, we all need work-life balance. But it tends to be a little bit more complicated and the lines get to be a little bit more murky murky when you're working from your home office because everything is there. Your home, your kids, you're sleeping there, you're eating there, it's school, it's all these different things. There's no more clear-cut lines of what is what anymore. <clears throat> so let hang on, let me just take a sip of tea here. Great. So one of the best things that you can do for your work-home life balance when you work from home is to have a schedule that tells you when you start work and when you stop work. Just like when you were going to take those breaks that we mentioned, okay, avoid bringing your laptop to to the couch or to the bed to get work done before or after your work day is meant to begin or it ends. Just like, you know, don't bring your work home, they tell you. Same thing with this. This small change, in addition to having a separate workspace will make a big difference in your work-life balance and with your significant other, even if that significant other has four legs and a tail. Okay. They will be appreciative that you are stopping work and you're spending time with them. Okay. So just like you have breaks, when do you start? When do you stop? You're done. Okay. Then the last thing that I wanted to talk to you about is, um, is I just wanted to share with you some pitfalls to avoid when you're on a health journey, that I see way too often, and quite honestly, you know, it irks me. These things irk me. Um, whether you work from home or you don't work from home, okay. When you're embarking on a health journey or you're on health journey, you know, people get certain things, you know, fixated in their head of what they should and shouldn't be doing. All right. First of all, if you know me from you know talking to you all these months, or if you know me from my practice or anywhere else. Or, as you're going to get to know me, you're going to know that I don't believe in diets. Okay. And I do not believe in anybody going on a restrictive diet. Okay. Because many people have the wrong assumption that they think to eat healthy, they need to be on a diet. This is just not true. Okay. It is about changing your mindset. If you change your mindset from what you need to take away, from your diet, okay, or from your nutrition plan to what you can add in to improve the nutrients and fuel your body, you are going to win every time without dieting. So let me say this again so that you hear the mindset shift and difference. If you change your mindset from what you need to take away, okay, what you think is not going to be good and you and is restrictive to a mindset of what you get to add to your diet, to help improve your nutrition and fuel your body so that you have more energy, you are automatically going to, number one, lose weight. Number two, you are going to stop eating all that crap stuff that doesn't serve you well. And you are going to, number three, you're going to start craving the good stuff. It just automatically happens. So don't think of things in a deprivation like, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't do that. No, you can do all those things, but are those things bringing you Health results. If they're not, and you're doing these other things, look what I get to add to my lifestyle or my journey that are going to bring me better health results. Very two different ways of thinking about things, and it makes a very big difference. Second is women tend to focus on the wrong things. When it comes to your health, ladies, it is more about how you feel, not what you think you should be doing. This goes for everything you do at home, from your physical activity and what you eat, to the information you consume and what routines look like, okay? You want to focus on what feels good to you. You want to do what feels good for you, not what your friend Susie Q is doing, not what for your friend Jane is doing. Don't follow what plan they're doing, or your mom tells you you should be doing this. You need to do what feels good for you because that's how it's going to work. When you feel good about it, you're going to want to do it. So quit focusing your attention on other people's activities, on their health goals, on what they're eating, what they're not eating. You know, clear your head of that, wipe your head and just focus in on yourself because that's the only person that really matters. You know, when on a health, on your health journey, it's your health journey. So at the end of the day, it only matters about you. Okay. And the last thing is this, is so many women feel like they aren't doing enough. And I even feel like that, and I fall into that trap sometimes too. So I want you to know, ladies, that any small change you make or healthy habit that you incorporate into your life, it is going to improve your physical health and well-being, well-being. Okay. It is enough. And I want you to know this from the bottom of my heart. I say this to myself because I have to learn this too: that you are enough, that I am enough. Okay, so all the little things add up to big things. And those small things, they do matter. Don't let anybody tell you that those small things don't matter or the things that you make you feel good don't matter because they do matter. So my last question to you for the day is, and I want to end here on this note, are you ready to be healthier at home and to make sure that you are ready to be on that right path? Are you ready to be healthier at home? Okay, so if you are ready to be healthier at home, I've given you some nuggets. You know, talked to you about the pitfalls to avoid. I've talked to you about how to have a work-life balance. We talked about environmental changes that you can do, taking regular breaks, creating a healthy morning routine, finding your health motivation, developing healthier habits. You know changing our nutrition while we're working from home. And we talked about staying active and stretching all those great things that we can incorporate while we're working from home. And we can even take them with us when we're no longer working at home. Okay. But the question then remains, are you ready to be healthier? Because if you are great and if you aren't, that's great too. You have to know that if you're not ready to be healthier, then don't do it. Don't start on a health journey unless you are fully committed, and you want to work and you want to walk down that path and you want to make some change because you have to make some changes to be healthier. And it takes a little bit of work. Okay. Little elbow grease. All right. So I want you to ponder these thoughts. Okay. As we, as I leave these with you today, small habits for big changes. I want you to remember that it's not about changing your entire life. If you want to be healthier, just choose some smaller daily habits and and know that those habits will benefit you greatly if you continue to do them. I want you to find your motivation. I want you to find what motivates you to be healthier because what might motivate you may not motivate anyone else. And most importantly, I want you to be honest with yourself, you know, and I want you to ask yourself why you are trying to achieve the results that you're trying to achieve. And I want you to be honest with yourself with what you're willing to do and what you aren't willing to do. Okay. That you have very clear on that and it's okay. Remember, there's no right or wrong to these questions or answers. This is just to get focused and get clear on you. And it's, those things are going to help you move the needle in the forward direction. Okay. Because if you know that you will do this, that you'll get up at 6am and you'll do this, then that's great. But if somebody gave you a plan and said, you have to get up at 6am in the morning and you are not a morning person, that is not going to work for you, is it? And that's okay. Then let's structure it a different way that is going to work for you. All right. And then the last thing is I want you to sell, start setting some health goals because, you know, we all do that at the beginning of the year, <clears throat> but we really need to reevaluate each and every month and we need to look at it and evaluate really each and every day. You know, was I healthier today than I was yesterday? You know, where did I fall off the wagon? If I fell off the wagon, what were the great things that I did today? You know, what pats on the back can I give myself, you know, or do I have to give myself some grace and some space, right? We might need some of that too. So I want you to set some goals for your health, but realistic goals. Okay. Don't set the pie in the sky goals. Set some realistic goals of things that you know you can meet, you know, and then know why you're trying to improve that. Know why you want to improve it and know what you're struggling with right now. Because you have to know where you are in order to be able to get to a different destination. So if you're struggling with something, you gotta figure out why you're struggling with it. And if that's something that you're struggling with is something that you want to not struggle with and get over. Hey, if you can't identify it, you're never going to get over it. All right. So the more specific answers that you can answer these to these questions, the easier that you are going to be able to move forward on your health journey whether you're still at home or whether you're transitioning back to work full-time or whether you're going to be part-time at home and part-time back at work, or your kids are going back to school, or they're going to be part-time home, part-time not. You start implementing some of this stuff. And I can guarantee you ladies that 2021 is going to be a lot healthier of a year for you, both in body, mind, and spirit. So again, thank you so much for joining me here today. Love you all from the bottom of my heart. Um, Hit us up over on iTunes. Leave us a rating and review. We love that. Um, Hit us up over in the DMs at Well Woman Network on Instagram. Join us in our Facebook group at Well Woman Network 360. I would love to connect with you in any of these areas. Go to our website at wellwomannetwork.com. Sign up to get um, our weekly wellness tips. Um, and you know, I would just love to just, you know, have you in the community in any way, shape or form that you feel that you would like to participate. So until next week, ladies, thank you from the bottom of my heart. May God richly bless you and bye for now.